Hello to all you wonderful people out there and welcome to the Sweet Sour and Sorry podcast. With me, I have Sarah, who was arrested for swimming in the chocolate fountain at the Wonka factory. Uh, hello? Jen, who spent a night in lockup for freeing her brothers and sisters from a small child's lemonade stand. We need to get that lemonade. And me, Liam, who, just to make sure the evil Furby scourge is finished, burnt down a Toys R Us. This is my one phone call. So tell me, how is everyone? Can I just add, uh, I'm really glad when I went to Etsy that it didn't bring up Furbies. Because last time I looked into them and I was so ecstatic to see, oh my god, there's no Furbies. So I'm so upset. I wanted to ruin your entire search history. Oh, I know you didn't. I'm glad that it didn't. <laughs> For my own sanity. <laughs> Dear. I'll have to try harder next time. Oh my god. But I'm good though. You know. Good. Big thumbs up. Ooh, thumbs. Mm, don't take my thumbs, please. I need my ooh. thumbs. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Speaking of thumbs. Other people's thumbs. Ooh, speaking but... of thumbs. So, you're going to Germany, correct? Yeah. From what I understand, what my little research has done, I'm pretty sure cannibalism is legal in Germany. <laughs> I, just, uh... I just went through a roller coaster of emotions there. I just want you to know that. It's like, like what? And then funny, and then horrified, and then just exasperated. That's the roller coaster <laughs> that I went through just now with you. Thanks. Like, it's. It's got to have consent from both sides, I believe. And like, this is, I mean, I could, I could be wrong. If anyone wants to correct me on this, please go right ahead. But from what I, what I've seen and what I know, um, if someone's like, yeah, no worries. You can chew on a pinky, get it removed, cook it up. There we go. I fucking hate it. So my, my question and request is for, for me, Jen, for me. Can you ask someone whether you can actually eat their thumb? <laughs> you want me to go up to a German and say, hey, by the way, can you eat thumbs here? It doesn't have to be a German. You can ask a tourist. Why would the tourist know? <laughs> no, whether you can eat their thumb. Like, if they're up for it, then when you're in Germany, you go by their rules. <sighs> Come on for me. Please. I will keep it in mind. I will keep it in mind. I will even translate it and get it like sent to you on one of your little tiny palm card things. Just don't get those mixed up when you go to like, you know, an ice cream stand and you give it to them and it's like, can I eat your thumb? (laughs) That's horrible. She's going to be stopped by security coming back to America because she's going to have thumbs in her luggage. I didn't say bring them back. I just want you to eat one. Can you imagine going to the airport and getting there and like landing and going through customs and then saying, hey, by the way, I just need to know, can you eat thumbs? Like other people's thumbs. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any questions? Actually, I have one. Yeah. They might not let me in. They'd be like, mm. or, or alternatively, you got to keep, you got to keep an eye on that one. Hmm. And it would be all of your fault. All of your fault. But you would get an answer and you could bring that answer back to me. Not necessarily. I mean, if you've asked the question and they're following you kind of assume that it's probably not legal right they'd be like that's horrifying why do you think mm. we do this whereas if it was legal count the fingers on the security guard you ask <laughs> there's your answer <laughs> i see you're missing a thumb there sir did uh did someone eat it 
Yeah, um, Fritz forgot his lunch yesterday, so... <laughs> I need a snack. <laughs> I hate it. Oh my god. I've talked about this before on my stream, but I've heard that human tastes like lamb. And lamb's delicious, so I mean, like, can you blame the Germans? I can get behind if it's that. true. Lamb's pretty good. Lamb's delicious. Lamb's amazing. I'm surprised it's lamb and not chicken, because apparently everything tastes like chicken. Incorrect. Yeah. Incorrect. Does water taste like chicken? <laughs> I think it's more like everything that's not supposed to be eaten is supposed to taste like chicken. Uh. Okay, so like rat poison? Have you tasted rat poison? <laughs> bleach? Have you tasted bleach? Turpentine. Have you tried terps? How do you know it doesn't taste like chicken? Exactly. <laughs> I guess to be fair, sometimes smell can be deceiving. Maybe it's delicious. Cyanide, maybe. Hydrogen cyanide. Anybody? No? So, I'm also... Okay, we're talking eating, like, either weird shit or stuff that shouldn't be eaten, so I'm going to bring this up. I think I've already spoken to you guys about this, but I kind of stuffed up and alienated people at work last week with a particular comment that I made. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I what don't I understand. Thought, what I thought was a common saying turns out that it's not as common as people once... That's what I once thought. When tackling a large task, you want to break it down to small steps. So I asked, well, how do you eat an elephant? You eat it one bite at a time. Now, I thought that that was kind of like, you know, one, haha, that's funny. I think I got two laughs out of 20, I think. Uh, the rest of them were like, oh my God, that is horrifying. What is wrong with you? Is that not like a common enough saying it's even if okay it's not here but even if it is a common like even if it's not like you can easily contextually understand what that means it is clear yeah. as day to me that that's like what they're talking about it's not hard but no people were like that's horrifying and why elephants I'm like because it's the biggest animal that you can kind of think of yeah is it yeah oh, i could eat a whale people have oh, i suppose haven't they <laughs> How many people do you think it would take to eat an entire whale in one sitting? I'd give it a fair crack. No, but how many people do you think? Depends on what whale we're talking about. Sarah's right there. We're talking like blue whale. Are we talking like humpback whale? Humpback whale. Humpback whale. Mm -hmm. Big well, ones. Large ones. Well, blue whales are bigger. They're the largest mammal or something, aren't they? Yeah. I don't fucking care. It's just a whale. <laughs> I don't know. It depends how much can a normal human consume. A plate full of food. A plate of full meat. of food. Well, okay, then so how many plates do you get out of a whale? <laughs> okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We're gonna we're gonna consult Google. This sounds like a math equation. <laughs> how many plates of food do you get out of a whale? Well. It autocorrects to whale shark. That's interesting. Oh, oh God. Oh, please, please. <laughs> the, uh, the first result that it gives is for a children's magazine. Oh, that's very upsetting. <laughs> what? Why? Why are children eating whales? Okay, here we go. How many people would a single blue whale feed? Okay, a blue whale's weight is 20% bone and its total weight is 190 Short tons. What's what the hell is a short ton? I have no idea. The opposite to a long ton. Duh. Yeah. What's a long ton? 
I thought a ton was a ton. It's a measure... Anyway, continue. <laughs> this leaves us with 152 tons of more or less edible material. No one said it had to taste good. That's true. So let's say everybody had like eight ounces. What would that be? Let me finish. Okay, go This ahead, continues. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. When we convert that, we get 304,000 pounds of whale stuff. Okay. Assuming each person eats half a pound serving, uh, they googled half pound burger to be convinced this is generous. Excellent. We are left with 604,000 people who can get a single meal. Even if we take a very conservative estimate and assume only 20% of that meat is any good, we are still left with 120,800 people who can get a belly full. I... So there is your answer. How many people can feed um, one blue whale feed? Uh, I, I Somewhere am... between 120,000 and 604,000. I don't know what I expected. I am surprised and not surprised. How often do you actually see a blue whale in the wild? Not very. How often do you see it being cooked? That's some awfully big fire. Mm-hmm. Just rotisserie, just at the no, end no, no. of each. One piece at a time. <laughs> so I brought that up to um, a friend of mine, and they said, yes, I have heard of that. They also heard another one. Oh. How do you fit a giraffe in a, ref- in a refrigerator? You have multiple refrigerators, and you chop them into pieces. You're sadistic. No, you open the door, put the giraffe in, and close the door. How do you get an elephant in a refrigerator? Same answer I gave as before. <laughs> no, you open the refrigerator door, pull out the giraffe, put the elephant in, and close the door. Uh-huh. But <laughs> oh, Oh, brilliant. Just, I'm so proud of you for that one. Truly, truly proud of you. Uh, thank you thank you thank you like proud of it for being like proud of you for like telling me the worst joke i've heard in probably at least a month i'm here until sarah kicks me out <laughs> there which that well that or six months because we all know i've got a six month expiration date on me so yep whichever one comes first You're basically dead already should we talk about something serious now uh-oh what how the hell jen have you not seen grace oh <laughs> So it's yeah, funny what's up with that? I've I've played a lot of Greece music because I was in band so long and we did a lot of like medleys with Greece music in it, so I know the music. I've just never seen the movie. Why? I, because I never bought it or rented it or had a friend who had it who showed it to me. My mom never showed it to me. I hadn't that's why. <laughs> I've never had the opportunity, nor have I gone out of my way to watch it. Disappointing. It's a classic. I don't think it really holds up well today, but it was a classic. You should watch it, even though it's shit. It's a classic. Is that what you're saying? Just watch the first one, not the second one, because the second one is shit. Oh, no, no, Sarah. I would absolutely watch the second one before the first one. (laughs) I don't think that would make much difference. I don't think they're linked anyway, are they? No, they're not. It's just the same time frame, I think. There you go. But how many other classics haven't you seen, I wonder? I don't know. Yeah, what was, like, your childhood movie experience? I mean, usually my childhood movie experience were things like animated stuff, and then, of course, Christmas was the biggest one. So we had, like, Home Alone, Home Alone Mm -hmm. 2, Christmas Vacation. Those are the biggest ones. 
Um, other than that, we didn't. Have you seen the Santa Claus movie with Tim Allen? Yes. What about Muppets Christmas Carol? I don't like the Muppets. <gasps> <laughs> you don't Are like you... the Muppets? They're kind of like, whatever. I'm not interested. They're okay, like so you're, you're indifferent to Muppets more so than you don't like them. I am. I feel, yes, indifference is probably the most accurate. I don't like actively dislike it. I don't actively think, God, Muppets fucking suck. Like you do for Furbies. I don't do that. Oh, no, no. Furbies <laughs> don't suck. Furbies are evil. But yeah. we're not going to go back on that because we can't really talk about Furbies for two podcasts in a row. Fair. So you were never like a Sesame Street kid then? No, I didn't like Sesame Street either. I watched a lot of cartoons. That's different. What have you got against puppets? They're not... They're not... I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> she doesn't like seeing yes. people have um, their hands up people's butts. That's exactly right. <laughs> I don't want to hear about like everything that somebody says after the hand has been shoved up their ass. Yeah, no thanks. Fair enough. I, I, no. 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 So have you seen any movies from the Rat Pack? Like Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles, Elmo's Fire? Wait, was, is Elmo's Fire another one from Sesame Street? <laughs> Isn't that that gif of like the whole like Elmo with a fire behind it thing? Is that it? The world's burning. Yes, that one. <laughs> I know exactly which meme you're talking about, sir. I know my memes, I'd like to say. Uh, but to answer your question, and you're going to hate me for this. No, I have not seen those movies. See, I've seen The Breakfast Club, but I actually haven't seen all of the other one in that group. You know Fight Club? That movie? Yeah. No one talks about Fight Club. I haven't yeah, seen that either. She knows. <laughs> no, neither have I. Okay, well, there you go. At least I'm not the only but one. But who doesn't know that line? You guys haven't seen Fight Club? But I wouldn't kind of put that in like the the same category as the other ones because that was sort of a bit of a, a later movie, right? Like compared to like Breakfast Club, when was Fight Club released? The Breakfast Club. I have literally no assistance in this matter. Club. I have no idea what dates even. What are. about the original oh, yeah. Karate Kid? Yes, long long time ago, but yes, I've seen that one. Classic. Did you just like sit in your room with the door closed for like <laughs> ten years of your childhood? I played video games. <laughs> And I did like arts and stuffs and a lot of like, I hang out with people a lot. It's very she socially had active. A life. I mean, Breakfast Club was, one, was 1985. So, I mean, to be fair, you two weren't born back then. Correct. To be fair, you weren't born back then. You may oh, think you were, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Liam, I have a question for you. Mm, uh, you're, sure. 80, you're, you're 82, right? Mm-hmm. So, when were you born? What year were you born in? 82, so that would be 1940. <laughs> 1940, thank you. Uh-huh. Congratulations, you had to take a really long time. Oh, that's just because you're elderly and you're... I'm okay. old! Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Sure. To be fair, for me to work out my age, I literally have to work out what my brother is and then, like, you know, convert it off of that. Because you don't just... So you keep your brother's birth year in your head, but not your own. <laughs> Which is really stupid because it's really easy to work out my age after the year that I was born. Yeah, it's real dumb, actually. Mm-hmm. Real, real dumb. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it was smart. I just said that's the way that I do it. That's fair. Oh, shit. I was going to say, I only know my brother's birthday because it's the day after Halloween. 
and you oh. still don't call him on it. No. Damn, Sarah. But in our defense, I forget my father's because his sister is, I think it's the day after, so I always get those confused. I know when it is, I just don't know who's on what day. If only we had some way to remember dates. I know. Some way to write it down or something. Or even like something that would like make a noise when it's either the time or the date for something to happen. Yeah, like a, oh, like a, like a reminder kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're onto something. Has that technology been created yet? We could be rich. We could be. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Uh, and collectively too is really fun. Usually it's Sarah and myself picking on you, so you and I picking on Sarah is really good. I'm just I'm soaking this in because I know that this is like the one time it's going to happen in the next like year, two. <laughs> you get maybe? a yearly allowance for that. So I'm just I'm just soaking it in. Just oh, that's sweet. <laughs> oh God. Oh boy. I was going to uh, mention though about the dates. It's really easy to keep track of my mom, my eldest brother, and myself because it's 54, 84, 94. Very easy. That's easy. It's just, yeah. 40 years older, 10 years older. <laughs> my birthday, like the, the day and month that I was born is the same as my sister-in-law. So if my brother gets it, like, if he forgets someone's birthday, he's really stuffed up. Yeah. It's rough. That's really rough. I do appreciate people who have birthdays on days that are really easy to remember, though, for one reason or another, like Halloween, Christmas, or Christmas Eve, or um, New Year's. Huh? Yeah, exactly. On like any event, for the most part, right? But just record it down. It's not hard. We just literally spoke about that. Just put it in a calendar. Put it in it's your really phone. Easy. Make that little reminder go bing, bing, bing. I'm pretty sure half the world still has Facebook. Doesn't that thing tell you? It does actually, and I ignore it. Always. I never look at people's birthdays on Facebook because I don't give a shit. If I give a shit, it's on my calendar. Well, that's on you for forgetting someone's birthday then. I I don't forget. I have it written down because I know that if I had not written it down, I would forget everybody's birthday because my memory is hot, stinking garbage. See, my birthday is the 1st of March, but I was nearly going to be born on the 29th of Feb. How would I celebrate that three out of four years? You would be one quarter your age. Yeah, you'd be able to be the baby. 28th or the 1st. Either. Both? Porque no los dos? Anybody? I would feel as though you would have to have it in February. If I had to pick one, I'd pick February. Nor personally. do I particularly care. <clears throat> My mom had a student who was a leap year baby, though. That's fine. Yeah, that would suck. It's very odd. It's just, it's not even necessarily that it sucks, it's just awkward as hell. Hmm. Like, do you say that your age is actually one quarter what you actually are? I mean, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> that was a comment and a half. I like your impression of me. That's great. That's twice now I've done like a spot-on impression of you. The the she didn't say spot-on. No, I said spot-on. Oh, it was it was spot-on, hundred percent. It was great. I was very impressed. So a lot of times, so give some context to the people who are listening. I oftentimes on my stream, I'll be doing something and Liam will ask a question or something will happen and Liam will say something just 
like completely off the rails inappropriate or ridiculous or something and i'll go liam like and that just like that and so that's happened a lot so on his stream the other day he did that and he did it perfectly it was perfect impression well i've heard it a lot so because you've done a lot of weird shit my favorite one is still the dog one you have a lot of inappropriate people on your stream like good inappropriate but like all of them like jazz oh 100 percent jazz jazz Mm -hmm. is one of the worst offenders Mm -hmm. (laughs) the amount of time something said and it's like and where's this person they would have had the best comeback Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i was i was uh the very beginning of my stream today was I was like, I need Jazz here because I wanted to tell him something or whatever. And he wasn't there. And I was like, well, damn. And then he came in like two or three minutes after that. And I was like, really? You couldn't have been here two or three minutes earlier. Really? <laughs> How dare. Fail. How dare you not be perfect? <laughs> get out. Exactly. <laughs> Leave. Unmodded. Immediately. You can't be here when I need you. You don't get to be here at all. That's exactly correct. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Jazz. Hi, Jazz. <laughs> This is number four, just saying. You worked it in very well there. If you're uh, keeping track at home, Jazz, that's, this is the fourth podcast you've been called out on. Four for four. It's only because we respect you so much. Mm. <laughs> we may have to be a little bit careful because he is now helping us behind the scenes. So we could stuff things up. For those of you who don't know, Jazz has started to do our thumbnails for youtube so that's fun so if you guys are on youtube and you see those thumbnails those are jazz that's jazz's handiwork and they're great thank you jazz thank you jazz we do appreciate you we do we will shit on you and then we'll also like appreciate you they're not mutually exclusive true but i don't particularly want to defecate on anyone see i was going to say shit on and then love and i was like okay somebody's gonna take that in a sexual way i just know it would you expect anything different from our listeners Absolutely not. Hello, listeners. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) I like how this is like the first time we're actually like formally saying hi to the audience like that. (laughs) Like we say like an introduction and an outro and all that. But that's the first time we've been like, audience, you guys. (laughs) We're talking to you. You at home, sitting there on your chair. Damn, you look good today. Damn, sexy. On your royal throne. Yeah. Oh God, really? <laughs> it's just, I mean, we have no idea the context in which these people are watching or listening to the podcast. They could be on the toilet. They could be driving. They could be on their deathbed. Um, Let us know. Where <laughs> Where are you listening to? Yeah, I'm very curious. How do you listen from? to this podcast? Yes. It's a great question. You guys need to tell us down below. 100%. We need to know. I'm really hoping there's like some real weird sort of thing. Yeah. I really hope so. I really hope so. And it's probably going to come from Nuggy. Probably. Could do. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. No, I wouldn't either. We also love Nuggy. Nuggy's great. I miss you, Nuggy. Nuggy's good peeps. Yep. He good egg. He's he good egg. Good Nugget. <laughs> accurate. I don't know if you should probably have said that with the conversation we just had, but okay. <laughs> oh sarah oh sorry you could fuck right off (laughs) (laughs) tell you what this is very different from from um last recording like it was all like er liam and now it's just like er sarah 
<laughs> yes. So Jen's turn next time. It's it's partially Jen's turn just about every podcast, but she gets a very short amount in every episode. Instead of like one really amazing, just one go, it's like one long thing. It's like, no, no, no. A couple of little short things here and there scattered throughout. It's yeah. accurate. Because I say lots of weird shit, so it works. As I think it does. So we've kind of spoken about like our eyes and glasses and stuff. We actually mentioned this before the podcast as well. Yeah. Um, optometrist appointments. When oh. was the last time you guys went to an optometrist? Months ago. May? Within the last year. The last time that I went, which was recently enough, it was an experience. Oh boy, please. Please. So, I'm going to make a fair assumption that this optometrist is fairly newly qualified. Because his bedside manner, chairside manner, wasn't the best. Great. So... You know, they sit you down, they put that, that weird looking eye machine in front of your face and do the whole like, number one or number two. <laughs> yep. And so I start going through them like, oh yeah, you know, number one's probably the better one. And he goes, huh. Okay. And he puts it away. Pulls out the next one. Oh uh, yeah, number two or whatever it was that I said. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> He puts that away. So I'm sitting here going, holy shit, what have I said wrong? <laughs> What's going on here? So we go through that a couple of times and he gets me to you know, read the lines up on the, sh- on the sheet, you know, and say what it is. And again, he just does the whole, huh. I'm like, is he starting to like sweat that there's something going on here? Or I'm like reading a chart that's going to initiate me into a cult or something. It's like, we found the chosen one. He finally then finishes with whatever I'm trying to read and he brings up a, an image that they take of, of your, the back of your eye. And I already know that my eye's completely screwed up. Yeah. And he goes, this is your left eye and it looks normal. I'm like, fantastic. Left eye. Great. Good. This is your right eye. I think it was the left eye. Whichever one it was that was, that was all screwed up. And he's like, do you see those veins in the back of your eye? How much larger they are than the other one? And as soon as he said that, I'm sitting there going, oh God, I'm going to have to get this eye removed. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to have a glass eye. How cool is a glass eye? Can you think of all the amazing things you do with a glass eye? Yep. And then he goes, but it's not actually something to worry about. Everything should be fine. I'm like, what? This last like 20 minutes, you've just been stressing me out by going, oh my God, something is wrong. And then you're like, nothing to worry about. You're yeah. okay. I was resigned to the fact that I'd be booked in and get an eye removed and put in like, you know, a really cool looking glass eye, but no. What color would fine, you go mate. for if you got a glass eye? I mean, it wouldn't matter to me, would it? Um, but you're the one choosing it, bitch. I wouldn't be able to see it though. Who cares? Everybody else can see it. Yeah, you will if you pull it out and put it in front of your wacky eye. You gotta wash it sometimes. The tricks you could play. Really fun. The things you could do. My eye! My eye! <laughs> you can get like fake blood and just, that'd be great. It's a good prank. Here, kid, catch. Huh. <laughs> that poor child. So great. <laughs> Definitely traumatize the youth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep them on their toes. Yeah. But yeah, so my, my experience with my optometrist lately was um less than stellar. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, that's not great. My optometrist, uh, an ophthalmologist, just... Well, she's not there anymore. She transferred, but the last time I did see her, she just talks a lot. Like, I'm like, 
in my mind, she's really friendly and she's really nice, but at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I want to fucking leave. Does this woman ever stop talking? I see you once a year. Can I just get out of here, please? We're not please, friends. Please, just let me leave. I've already been waiting for an hour. Please, for the love of God, let me go. Please, if you love me, let me go. <laughs> You're strapped to the chair. She's just in front of you talking to Basically. you. Like, please, please, I have a family. I just want to go. I just want to leave. Let me go. Ugh. Doctors. Great. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I never, I, eyes are like something I freak out about a lot. And for some reason, I'm like, don't get anything near my eye. Don't do I don't want any of that shit. You know, people talk about LASIK surgery and I'm like, that would be really cool to do, but you're awake for that shit. Which means mm -hmm. you can see it happening. Mm -hmm. No fucking thank you. I'll wear glasses. I appreciate that. I know you're not a big horror person, but um, you've heard of Dead Space? Oh, the... God, yeah. I played a little bit of it, yeah. You have? Yeah. So I think it's Dead Space 2. Mm -hmm. So there's there's something in your eye and you have to perform eye surgery on yourself. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, You've seen that one? Yeah. Yeah, it's and brutal. And if, if you don't line it up properly, it's a horror game. So you kill of yourself, some... right? Or something? Yeah. The massive needle just goes right the way through your head and just like blood and blah. Eh. Yeah, that's... I uh, was actually watching a video um, a couple weeks ago that was talking about scenes like that, like really unsettling uh, like scenes, things like that. And that was one of them. That mm -hmm. scene was one of them. And they literally talked about the eye thing and like having to like aim it right or whatever. So that's interesting you bring that up because I just heard about that again. Not too long ago. But, like I haven't played it either, but I have seen this scene in a few different things. And yeah, yeah it's, it's done well. Mm -hmm. badly so that it's done well it's done really well in the way in that it does what it's meant to do which is yes. horrify you mm -hmm. and if it does if it fulfills what it was trying to do then to me that's the success exactly task failed successfully kind of thing can you do that can you fail this can you fail a task successfully I don't think so. I think if your intent was to fail it, you failed it successfully. If you're intending to right. pass the thing and you failed it, then it wasn't successful. There you go. I like that. That's good logic. Bring it in the logic. I get yelled at for being logical. And he doesn't get yelled at by me. No, I would never get yelled at by you. Why? Why not? Never. Mm-mm. That's a lie she yells at me often. Uh-huh. You do catch me by surprise sometimes, Liam. Sometimes with your crazy shit. Like, some crazy shit that you say. Not all of it, but every once in a while you have something and I'm like, holy shit. Because, <laughs> like, you're like, this is, like, this pretty, on one hand, you're like, very reasonable, intelligent, logical human being. And then the other side of you is absolute pure batshit insanity. Um, and sometimes you go even above that and that's when I'm like, holy shit, what has happened? <laughs> As my tagline is for a lot of my streams, venting some crazy. Otherwise, it just gets, just gets pent up. Yeah, that's an amazing tagline, by the way. I haven't mentioned that to you, but that is really good. I'm still look. I'm still trying to find one. That's basically like my, me venting crazy on online is just so that it doesn't like leak out in my home or personal life or professional life, should I say? Yeah, because safe space for crazy. Sarah, Sarah doesn't want to deal with that shit. You've nearly let it sleep at work, though. Uh, multiple times. Oh, boy. Um, mm, mm -hmm. Do you have, like, what's your worst case there? What was the worst time where you were like, oh, shit, I almost said that? Um, nearly uh, admitted to cannibalism. 
But to like to who? Like not to tell me exactly who, but oh, like my boss. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I, I think I said the one about like the the um the coworker who is a real lady, like telling her about the podcast. That was another yeah. one that I kind of stuffed up on. Um, I just got to watch what I say. Yeah, that that woman being like as as open as I am on a lot of this stuff has ruined me outside of because i'm just like this is happening yeah i say that all the time that streaming has ruined me as a human being i say that exact thing all the time because it's true like i was playing a game uh i was playing a pokemon game and it like had you name your rival and i was like okay yeah and i named him dumb idiot Mm -hmm. you were playing a pokemon game with a rifle rival Oh, <laughs> I'm like, why are you shooting Pokemon? Look at me and say, yeah, she owns a gun. Pokemon poaching. Well, you do that. You shoot them in Pokemon Snap, Sarah. I'd eat don't a couple you? of Pikachu. Yeah, I'd eat some. You'd eat a Pikachu? I don't know. It's a rat. Rats are edible. Surely you could, like, hunt something a bit better. Like, you know, there's, like, there's Miltank and Taurus. I hate Miltank. Miltank is so upsetting. Yeah, so you would... <laughs> Shoot it, barbecue it, and eat it. It's it's the it's the weird nipples that get me though. I don't want any part of it. <laughs> the weird nipples. I don't think anyone's kind of sort of said that about a Pokemon. It's like yeah, that Pokemon's cool, but I just don't like the nipples on it. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible. I know it's like an udder, but if, I don't. Charizard I hate it. flying around just full on <laughs> nipples out. Yeah. Oh my god. Which Pokemon would be the most upsetting to see nipples on? Ditto. Snorlax. Snorlax. Because I mean that 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 boy's chunky. He's gonna have some. Yeah. Big. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That. Like pancake. What about Onyx? Was... <laughs> Onyx. <laughs> Rock hard nipples. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, I like how we're all going for like first gen Pokemon too. By the way, that's really great. The OGs, if you will. Well, people will know them more, I suppose. Yeah. Tell you what, though, the um the new trailer dropped for um Scarlet and Violet. Some of that yes. shit looks good. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Are you going to get Scarlet or Violet? I'm getting Scarlet. You are. Is there a particular reason Which why? Which is, mm, I'm kind of upset with my decision. I guess I probably would rather go Violet for some of the re- the reveals that they've done. Um, but I know heaps of people that are wanting Violet instead. Yeah, a lot of people want Violet. So it makes sense if to get the Scarlet one. Plus, I like the um, Coridon, the legendary, even though it runs and doesn't use its wheel. I like the look of it better than the, the futuristic one. I agree with that. I do. I, I still haven't quite decided exactly which one, but I'm leaning towards Violet. Um, the Pokemon, for one, but also the Professor's hot. Isn't it the same across both? Nope. There's Professor Turo and then Professor whatever her name is. Oh, right. Professor okay, Turo, the yep. first time I saw him, I was like, oh, no, he's hot. <laughs> like, this is not great. This is going to... So another one to add to your husband collection? Yes. Absolutely. You, get in the hot tub. Yeah. Get in there. The rest <laughs> of them. It's getting crowded. I don't care. Get in there. You'll find a spot. Squeeze. Squeeze your way in there. <laughs> There's no water left. It's just a massive bodies. Don't care. Get in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, that's amazing. Oh my god. Ugh. 
shit. But so, did you see the latest trailer? Mm. The one with like the the reveal of the two, what I can assume are maybe another two legendaries, possibly. I saw like parts of it. I don't think I've watched the entire thing though. The one with the swords for hands, and the one that I've seen that one. That one's cool. Yeah. And the other one's like a defense one. Yeah, it has like the the shoulder plates come down and makes a cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, the new stuff that I've seen for Scarlet's kind of disappointing. Yeah, it is. Because I've read other ones that are in Violet, but... Yeah. Blah. Question for you two. Mm-hmm. What was the first game you had? As in just game in general? Like, no, the Pokemon game. Like, I think I had... Oh. I had Pokemon Red on Blue. the... Um, game Boy? Old, old Game Boy. Yeah. I think mine was Crystal... Uh, but I didn't actually fully complete and buy my own Pokemon game until Diamond. Everything else was like, like Game Boy Color and stuff like that, like for my brothers who had them. Um, I did play like Ruby Red and all that kind of stuff though. I played all, no, maybe that was the first one then. Cause I think I remember buying that one. Maybe that was the first one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, now I'm OG. I had blue. Oh yeah, that's blue. awesome. I had blue, my brother had red. Mm. We had we had a copy of the yellow one, but uh, I don't know what happened to it. See, we went to Bali when I was 10 and didn't spend all the money. So when we got back, we got both brought a Game Boy and a Pokemon game. That's awesome. I was I had a red Game Boy, so I had Ruby Red. My brother had a blue Game Boy, so he had blue. That's awesome. I love that. Remember trips in the car driving like out to camping or whatever, leaning up against the window because it didn't have a backlight and a little Game Boy. Yep. So you're trying to get the, the sun to shine just right yep. so you can see what you're doing. Yeah. I remember doing that a lot with the Game Boy Advance in, in particular as well. I really mm-hmm. grew up on the Game Boy Advance as a hound held. Having the link cable attached to oh, the other boy. person's thing. Yeah. Oh my God, the link cables. Jesus. We're really spoiled oh, nowadays nice. when you think about it. Like, there is a, there's room for improvements always, but my god, it's good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good technology. Oh, nostalgia. Indeed. Uh. That's, that's part of it, too. Like, how much of it is nostalgia? I oftentimes will tell people this, and I kind of feel this when I say it my, for myself, is oftentimes if you played a game when you were a kid, for example, and, uh, like, when you were, like, 5, 10, whatever, and you loved it and you thought it was amazing, you thought it was the best game ever, don't go back and play it as an adult. Keep those good memories in your head. Because what happens oftentimes is as an adult, you go and play it and you realize, oh, this game's actually shit. And that taints, that like tarnish taints. Tarnishes, your taints works too, but it tarnishes like your memory of it. That tarnish taint. Tarnish taint. That's... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. But you know what I mean. I find that if it's like a, a pixel graphic game, it holds up a whole whole lot better than like the early 3d stuff yes absolutely thinking like zelda link to the past mm-hmm. brilliant game i'll go back and play that probably at least once a year i guess but then you know you're getting to the start of like the 64 era and you got those real sort of like janky looking polygon things mm-hmm. eh, not so great but that is still you know nostalgia that is your childhood remember the you know playing mario and yeah. Star Fox and then on the 64. Goddamn, oh God, Star, Star Fox, Fox 64, 64. is oh. horrendous. Don't go back to it. No. No. I, I, I do quote it sometimes. 
Like that, like that's what I do. I make that noise. Mm -hmm. So we played Hello, a lot of Mario good. Kart as kids. Mm -hmm. oh, and I Mario don't think Kart's we played so it properly. We played the level that um, gave you four balloons on your cart and you had to pop everyone else's. Yep. We played that yes. over and over again that's for fun. hours. So that's a good. lot of fun. You want to make enemies? That's how you make enemies. Mario Party oh, yeah. or the like battle version of Mario Kart with the balloons. Or Smash. Or Smash. That, that works. When you were racing, you basically wanted to hit the other person as much. You didn't care what... Um, if you came first and all that, you were basically just picking up as what you can and trying to hit everyone. Just ruin the other people. <laughs> you just want to sabotage and ruin everybody else's yeah. day. That's great. I'm I don't care if that. I win. I just want to see the world burn. Yeah, exactly. That sounds about right, actually. Sounds about right. I'm just a person who's trying to get first and trying to ignore all of that. Doesn't always work out so well. Because it's Mario Kart. Why would it? Mario Kart. That's the thing about Smash versus Mario Kart, though, is I feel like Smash is more skill-based, whereas Mario Kart is largely luck. Uh, okay, at a professional level, okay, Smash is skill-based. Yes. You can just button mash on shit on Smash and still of course. have an okay time. Sure. Or just spam Pokeballs or Hammers or whatever else. <clears throat> whatever one you're uh, playing. Mm -hmm. What is the fucking... The one that Ness does, the PK fire people just spam that one or the pikachu yep. one oh my god oh my god spam moves so good i hate spam moves they can go rot in a ditch somewhere they don't belong anywhere not even in the like, ditch actually smash was probably like the the one game that i can like the earliest game that i can remember that i like properly 100 percent completed like did huh. all the challenges <laughs> did you know, unlocked Ness because apparently that was like one of the harder things to do at that yes. time. I just did everything in it. Like even going back and thinking like Mario and that kind of stuff, I don't think I ever got like the whole 120 stars when I played it on the 64. That's hard I to did do. When I, it is. I did when I got it on the DS mm -hmm. and then had to like 150, I think, because it had different characters you could play. Yeah. Um. So I went back and did that. But yeah, there wasn't a lot of games that I would be purposely 100%ing. Mm. I'm not a completionist in general. It's not. I think the closest I've ever gotten to completing a game is either Breath of the Wild or Fallout 4. Mm. And again, you're the same sort of thing as me where the games that we play, they're already like incredibly long games. Yes. To then drop another like 100, 200 hours to go and find every shiny thing at every corner of the map. Yeah. Is it necessary? Yeah. Does it give you that extra bit of satisfaction to go, you know what, that, well, especially with Breath of the Wild, I got the giant piece of shiny poo. Yep. Go me. From the Korok seeds? Yeah. Poop fairies. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Poop fairies indeed. Good game though. It was a really good game. I just rebought it for the Switch so that I can take it with me on my trip to Germany and play it. I'm really excited. Nice. I got really far in that game in the Wii U. I completed like basically everything the only thing i didn't really do all the way was get all of the hearts and then all of the seeds i didn't get all of those but i got mostly everything else the seeds aren't really necessary really it's only if you're 100 percent in the game i don't think there's a zelda game that i would say is a bad game i've played a lot of the zeldas well a lot of the really obscure ones are bad there's like a 
one that has like tingle in it that's really bad there's some really obscure ones that are bad but mainline no i don't think there's any bad ones one that has tinkle in it that was like majora's mask and um mm -mm. no it was like based all around tingle it was uh oh no i'm talking like mainline zelda yes, games yes exactly mainline are shit. fine yeah 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 i agree like, i had the the two different ones on the um game boy the oracle of ages and oracle of seasons they were some good games and they need to be remade yeah, I would love to see those remade, actually. It sounds amazing. Because I've already done Link's Awakening. Yeah. And that, I didn't I actually didn't play the remake of that, but apparently it looked all right. It's okay. A lot of people complain about it, but I thought it was fine. I only played, like, a couple hours of it, I think. I didn't play that much of it. It was all right. I said I played a lot of Tekken as a kid because you wanted to play that for hours. Because you wanted to see the cutscene at the end. Is it Tekken? If you got that one. Yeah. Uh, okay. I can't remember which one it was, but there were some really good cutscenes, but you had to play the character the mm. entire way through and win every fight That's to get to the intense. end. I was never really a fighting game kid. No, I didn't. I don't like fighting games. Personally. I think, I know like mates of mine were big Tekken um, fans. So, you know, you'd go around there like, oh, you know, we'll pull out the PlayStation and they'd throw Tekken and I'm like, do I just spam a punch? Like, what do I do? Like, yeah. oh no, you press like down, back, X squared, start, and you do this thing. I'm like, yeah. uh, can I just punch you? Yeah, exactly. Can I just press B like three times instead of like up, down, left, right, B, 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 down, left? You know, like, no. I can't do it. No, I can't either. I just, my little pea brain's not good enough for that. There was a wrestling game that we used to have, um... And we used to play the Royal Rumble version, and it was basically two people in the the um, the ring, and you just had to basically kick the other person out. But then it would bring out another character, so you'd always constantly be playing, hmm. and you just spammed buttons because all you wanted to do was throw the person out, so they had to change characters. Brilliant, absolutely nice. brilliant. Again, sabotage, and I'm here for that. I'm here for some sabotage. Um. I want to actually bring up something uh, that Liam and I and Sarah, because we all talked about it very briefly before stream, and I want to make sure we touch on this because I think it's going to be fun. Um, I was talking about how today I learned that one of the packages I ordered was stolen off of my doorstep, and they didn't really try to hide it or anything. They just kind of stuck it right there. And I just want to say that I live across from, I, I live right next to a very, very busy main line, main city street. And uh, so anybody could have been walking by and be like, ooh, a package, yay, let me grab that, yoink. So that was fun. But Liam apparently has a story or something about that. I do. So has anybody heard of a YouTuber called Mark Rober? No. No? He's an engineer. Okay. He worked, I think, for NASA. And he had the same thing. He had a package that he had ordered I know stolen you're off about of his porch. I know yep, you're talking you know. about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Sorry, go ahead. Continue. So he was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to actually get back at you lot. So he, as an engineer, he developed something that would punish those that stole from him. What this was, it was a rectangular box that when they lifted the top of it off, it shot fine glitter out of everyone. <laughs> So, I mean, glitter itself is pretty terrible, but this stuff was like hard to get the up. finest grade of glitter yeah. that would just stick to everything. Yep. It then sprayed fart spray 
periodically. Yep. Mm-hmm. It had sirens that went off. Mm-hmm. And then, as we actually we mentioned this just earlier, it then also had a line from Home Alone that went off as well. It was just something that would just like hopefully teach someone a lesson. Yeah, it had four phones in it that were yes. recording the whole would time. Would record it. It, it yep. did. Yes. And the box itself was really, really expensive headphones. Oh yeah, like that's what they thought they were getting. That yep. it, the, yeah, they thought they were getting that, but it was yeah. However, that's amazing. He did not do this once. Oh no, he, he did, did it not multiple times. Do this twice. Yep. He actually did four different iterations of this machine. Yeah. And out of this, he actually managed to sting an operation in India that was stealing um, money from people and products and that kind of stuff and get like to nearly the top of the tree of this whole operation um, working with like international police and that. Is that the last video, like the most recent one? Yes. Because I don't think I've seen that one. I thought there were only You've three. You've got to see that. Yeah, yep. that looks amazing. I will. I absolutely will. And everybody who's listening at home should also look this up. You can even just look up like glitter bomb prank or not trap or something like that. Or glitter bomb trap or... Just go to Mark Rober on yep. um, that works YouTube. Too. He's got some really awesome stuff on there as well. But this was like yep. top tier content just... Yep. Really funny, but also yes. has a purpose behind it. It's like, okay, this is actually getting back at people who are doing some really stupid shit. And their reactions were always really funny too. Like some people would like say, get it out of here, get it out of here. And they would try to like, some people were like, what the hell? It's like all the glitter. Yeah, because the lid couldn't go back on. It was like, no. um, like ratcheted almost. So you pull the thing yes. off and it would like pop pieces out. So you couldn't put it back on. Yep. Oh, he so actually good. recovered a few of them though. Because the phones had GPS tracking. So some of them mm-hmm. got completely destroyed, but yep. some of them he recovered. Yep. To be used again. <laughs> really good. Is he the same person who did the squirrel? The squirrel. Uh, yes. Course? Yeah. Okay. I thought that was the same yep. guy. Yeah. Squ- squirrel obstacle course. On the flip side of all of this, there were people as well that noticed that a package was sitting like beside a mailbox or something and would actually like call a number or move it or something to say, hey, look, I found your, your package sitting somewhere. It wasn't very safe, so I thought I'd let you know. So there are some good people in the world. Yeah, there are. There are some good Samaritans. It's true. Yeah, that was the one where he would leave it like in random places with a phone number on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then you have those people that are going to people and we'll just like... People are going to people. It's a very accurate phrase. People that... are definitely going to people. It's just a good phrase. But that's a fun one. I I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were going with the personal story, but the glitter bomb thing is so good. I've seen that so many times. It's ridiculous. I literally, the last time I watched it was this winter. This most recent winter was the last time I went through and watched all those. So the fourth video must be sooner. Yeah. He's not the one that did the Thor hammer though, is he? That was a different guy. Yeah, that was a different guy who made a, like a working Thor hammer, mm-hmm. like Mjolnir, where it was like electromagnet, um to the ground that's cool and so he'd like press a button and he could lift it but then yeah. he'd get like people to come along and try and pick it up and you know like big strong dudes like yeah all right no worries but it was like stuck to the ground and stuff yeah that's amazing He's a really cool one too that's really good i love when people get just this the ingenuity people showcase sometimes there's something else that i watched very recently that did a very similar thing and i'm just i i'm at a complete loss of what it was wish i could remember it something really good like somebody having to like engineer something 
um, but being able to do so because they had the background for it. There are some smart people in the world. There's a lot of smart people in the world. Oh, I know what it was. It was uh, actually a cosplay thing. Somebody was making a working fat man from Fallout 4. And they had to, he had to like get individual pieces and make individual pieces and like get some things ordered, like cut some, bend some things and get lots of obscure shit just to make it so that it would function. And he knows well enough that he knew exactly how to make it function. Obscure shit like radioactive uranium or? No, like, like metal pieces <laughs> that, like, that are niche. You have to like make a weird shape yourself or some shit. When you say working fat man, this is a nuke launcher, right? Yeah, it it, it does lock the it does launch little. They they actually made some replica mini nukes as well. So they they had like a video at the end of the video. It's like them launching them into like stand of cups and stuff. It's really good. It doesn't go like crazy fucking far, but it's it goes pretty. It's pretty good. It flies completely straight though. It shoots stuff like that's the aim of it, right? It's very impressive. It, I was I've watched that video like two or three times now because I'm just so impressed every single time I watch it I'm like how did he think to do that like he's just that's he just that's what he knows he has a massive workshop lots of tools and the knowledge to do that kind of stuff so so he does so why not yeah yeah he does other things too not just the fat man but the fat man was particularly interesting to me just because of how it functioned there's a show we've watched called master of apprentice master and apprentice and they do the same thing they do replica um, mainly weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done a few famous ones, though, haven't they? Ooh. They did some really cool looking stuff. Yeah, they did like the massive, you know, like the um, the jawbone greatsword from um, like Monster Hunter. Yep. They made like a replica one of those, and just that's cool. Like he, the the main guy on it's got like um, prop making background and stuff. So he's kind yeah. of teaching some like a a cosplayer how to do all these really cool things. That's really awesome. Mm. that's awesome a lot of that stuff though some of the really complex stuff really comes down to the tools that you have on your person like how much like what do you have available to you like you can do a lot with very basic stuff but if you need to do some very obscure stuff like you need to get obscure with it and mm-hmm. use weird different machinery oftentimes very expensive machinery to do what you need to do there's another show we've seen a few of I cannot remember what that's called but they're, they're actually blacksmiths so they make replicas of famous weapons mm-hmm. that will actually cut haven't i think they made a didn't they make frostmourne yeah, yeah. They've, they've done a lot of those sort of like yeah. video game weaponry and stuff yeah i remember frostmourne i remember thinking that was really amazing they might have done doom hammer as well i just don't remember i'm trying to think of the name of that i'm pretty sure they've done like xena the princess warrior like her blades that's cool i think it was Ooh. one of them as well that's really cool but it's all made out of metal and it's sharpened, so they're actually, like, because at the end they usually go and cut something. Hmm. It's really, I don't know, I, I get so fascinated by the amount of cleverness and, like I said, ingenuity that people have. And just, I don't know, I wish I had that level. Like, I know a lot of it is experience and that kind of thing, which totally fine. But there's also definitely a part of it where it's just like your brain just kind of works that way. Hmm. And I'm, I'm seeing seeing what you need to make and be able to go, well, I can get this thing because it'll make it look like this and being able to paint yeah. it in a certain way so it looks like that. Yeah, yeah, certain things like that. Like for me, it'd be more of like the functionality of things. Mm. Like how do you get it to function that way? How do you know what parts and things that you need to make it do that? <laughs> That's, I don't know. Again, part of it's a lot of experience, you know. 
So that's, that's certainly part of it. It's like any art or craft or anything where certain, there's a small amount of just talent, but then everything else is just practice. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you got to start somewhere. So if you like doing that sort of stuff, just dive in and give it a go. Agreed. I just started that with my own little cosplay thing. So I highly recommend if you're interested in it, do it. It's fun. You don't have to spend a lot of money either. You can just buy like super basic paints and whatever and just go for it. Go and have a look at Jen's Instagram. Yeah. Is that what you got it up on? Yeah. It looks good. She Thank did you. a really good job at it. It was fun. It was really fun to do and all the individual pieces. And now I still waiting for my gun, which I hope is not going to be stolen off the front porch because I'm going to be very upset if it is. Because I can't just order that one easily again. Like I did with the other one. <laughs> so upsetting. A <laughs> little bit more one of a kind than that. Um, so is there anything else you guys want to talk about today in particular? Does Before? Sarah have a story for us? Mm, nope. <gasps> wow, no story. That's okay. We can do without a story. We'll just have a revolt on our hands from the, the audience. That's fine. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be people coming out our doors with pitchforks. I'll be worried if they do, that they know where we live. Yeah, that'd be slightly concerning to know the address. If they know where uh, Jen lives, she's not there anyway. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> if they're looking for me specifically, yeah, no, I, I'm... Peace out, bitch. Good luck. <laughs> good luck finding Hello me. Hello from Germany wherever. as well, like... Yeah. Like, <laughs> where luck. am I in? Am I in Austria, Germany, Munich, Berlin? Like, where, you know, you have no idea where the fuck I am. No way. How much traveling are you doing when you go to Germany? Are you staying mainly in the same location or? So we're going to two places in Austria. Uh, we'll be in this order. We'll be doing Vienna, then Salzburg, and then we'll be going over to Munich, Germany, and then Berlin, and then coming back home. It's about four, there's like five days at every city, except for, I think, Salzburg, which is four or something like that ish yeah see we didn't realize that we could have done germany on our um tour that we did mm -hmm. ages ago but we only did three weeks of the five week total tour mm. and germany okay. was the last two weeks oh well then that makes sense mm. started london and left after greece yeah greece that's interesting hm. i've gone i feel like all the places i've gone to internationally are places where I was I never like they were never on my bucket list but I'm so glad that I ended up going I think you can find something that interests you no matter where you go I agree with that like, as long that. as you're not you know in your backyard there's always gonna be something you haven't seen before or mm -hmm. something that will interest you yeah so don't ever sort of shy away from just going somewhere no 100 percent. and i you know that's i don't know if i told you guys before but the reason why we ended up, we were actually going to go to canada but we ended up going to australia because the tickets tickets were a crazy deal so so we went to australia. Bit of a difference in the travel wasn't it i would say so very different <laughs> but it was fun and you know now i love australia it's great yes yes i love your guys's continent country all that good stuff a lot of the times it's about the experience as well. Like, oh, I can't remember off the top of my head where we were, but a part of our tour, we went to a place that was famous for its casinos and expensive cars and expensive houses. 
like you had to apply to live there and a mm. lot of big celebrities mm, have Monaco. actually been denied yes um and we didn't actually go into a casino we went out for dinner found a nice italian restaurant and then six of us spent like three hours just talking that sounds great before we had to catch the bus again <laughs> yeah and for us like who would we'd walk into a casino and go great this looks the same as at home um it was great just to have that experience of like just, just talking with people from other countries and mm-hmm. you know their holiday experiences and where they're yeah. from and all that it was a lot better for us to do that for three hours than spend who knows how much on whatever yeah it's more meaningful one of the guys that was with our dinner on the way back to the bus did run into a casino lost 200 bucks within the five minutes and then gave back out five minutes just he apparently did one game two hundred dollars can buy you a lot of things oh yes that isn't that that's rough he he wasn't shy about how much money he was spending that that holiday yeah. <laughs> he was I mean, there for a good time he was willing just to enjoy himself yeah yeah and this is it if you've budgeted for it then go ahead yeah i agree if you have the money you have the means you want to do it fucking do it Works for me. So we good to go then? No more stories or anything? Yes, we're all good. I am good. Sweet. So now we do the beautiful, beautiful outro. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening in to the Sweet Sour Pot. Sorry. Let me try that again. Sweet Sour Pot. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Let's try it again. The Sweet Sour so- Sweet, sour, and sorry <laughs> podcast. You guys are legends, and it's been fun as it always is. Uh, now, let's plug ourselves, shall we? Shamelessly, like we always do. Sarah, your turn. Okay, so you can catch me on Twitch as Xana. I stream two nights a week on a Sunday and a Monday. I'm doing a variety of games, and I'm trying to get through Portal on the Sunday at the moment, which is fun and frustrating at the same time. Yes. Yes, super fun. Uh, Liam. Me. Uh, you can find me at Judge RPG on Twitch. Uh, I stream on a Tuesday and a Friday. Um, we make some really awesome like AI art and tell stories to a computer. And if I'm lucky enough, I might actually get to play like half hour of a video game at the end too. <laughs> oh no, a video game. Who would have thought? Crazy revolutionary idea for Judge RPG. Um on Twitch, I am Lemon Cult Games. I'm also on like Instagram and all that good stuff. But I stream four days a week, uh, Monday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. I usually stream for about eight hours, so I do like a full... So, you know, it's a long time. You have a lot of opportunity to come in and say hi to my peoples and, and me and all that good stuff. It's fun. You have a good time. So Sweet and Sour and Sorry is on Twitter. We're also on Instagram. So you can check us out. Um... We're all there on Twitter. We're Sweet Sour Sorry. And on Instagram, we're Sweet Sour and Sorry. You can listen to us on either Spotify or YouTube. Basically pick your poison. Listen to us on there. Uh, so you can find all of our individual Twitch pages as well for each of us on the podcast, uh, on the description down below. So check that out because uh, we're awesome. And thank you guys for listening. See you all next time. Bye. 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 Try an elephant, people. Please don't. <laughs>